Hello, you. Yo, bro, I'm with you. Yeah, I can hear you now. What's up? How's your day going? Yeah, very good, man. Very good. What's up? How about you? I'm good, bro. Not much. Mm. Thank God. What's up? How's your trip now? Yeah, it was fine. It was good. I just needed a break, you know? I go out of town. Yes. Where's everybody else? Paul, Ken, Mokero, Emeka, everybody, the whole gang. I'm sure they'll turn out some Where's Tosin? He hasn't joined us. Did you send him a link? No, I mean, he can just join the Twitter space and I'll add him as a speaker. Yeah, you, should, you should send him a link sometimes. People's minds are not there like that. Let me see which link. Don't worry, I'll just send it to myself. Cool, cool, cool. So everybody, for everyone who's joining us for the first time, we'll be having the AFDT team with us for an AMA. So they'll be telling us about the project and we'll also be asking questions about the project and everything. Yeah, I think, so, I think there's, 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 some, there's some clarification needed. Yeah, definitely. I, well, I why, want, why even then this, in this I want episode to at to all? I want to see to be here before yeah. we make clarifications on how we got here. And I think yeah. the CTO of, of the project, AFDT, is also here with us. So Tosin will let me know. If, is he here right yeah, now? I can see him in the, in the chat. Okay. All right. Because he actually started with you calling Tosin out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do a little yeah. bit of background so, on how we got how we got yeah. here. So. so I want us to like, yeah. So people don't think this is kind of like us. Depends on what happens tonight. Depends on if the questions that we ask tonight are answered to our satisfaction, then we can say, yeah, sure. I mean, it's left for people to independently make their own judgment, right? And say, okay, if, if there's yeah. a project they want to put their money in, Definitely, you go ahead with that. The choice is yours, you know. So, yeah, it is. It is your money. So once we have Tosin, we can get started and yeah. Before we have okay, Tosin, yeah, Tosin is think, here. Is um, in the chart, so you know, you know something I learned this week that seems very obvious. Nope, but it is not. I've been looking at weekly levels of uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay, you don't really do TA. <laughs> if you do TA, I've, I've been sending the thing to you. Yeah, you, you, oh, you sent the monthly like 29 the last K. No, no, yeah, I think I sent the weekly. Too. You sent the weekly today, but you sent the monthly last time, week. Okay, there's a time Bitcoin was at 29,000. We're all shouting, I mean, some people were shouting 19K. But if you look at that weekly, that 29,000 had already happened twice. I mean, that was our yearly open. Yep. So at that point, then, if, like, it seems very, very obvious. Like, now I think of myself as, like, stupid for not trading that level because there was so much fraud. If we look at that 29K, yeah, that was, that was, like, a very clear level where you could trade and you'd be cashing out by now. I mean... Because it had already, like, done, like, twice. I mean, weeks. Not uh, bodies of the candle or anything. The thing here is... We've read like twice. It's easier to say all of that in hindsight. 
at the point where market yeah, was trading, no, this is not everybody a, was panicking that we're going to 90, 19K, 20K. So. This is not even a matter of hindsight. This is a matter of just price action. It's, it's a matter of this thing should have been obvious. Like I, I was eating my head today, like, why was this thing not obvious to me? It is something we should have seen, like, oh, okay, this is just marketing this trend. It, it moves in circles. Say so one day and night is coming back here. So this is I uh this is high probability like entry. But at that point, I think I bought 30k and I sold it for maybe 32k or something like that. Cause I thought, oh, maybe we're going to see a lower low. Everyone was just bringing TA where there was no TA there. <laughs> anyway, it's just it's just, I think it's just so something I just like, so let's get started. back on today. Yeah, Hello? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Tosin, can you hear us? Uh, where's, uh, Hello, guys. If you oh. you. I think Tosin might have... Groovy, what's yeah. up? This, this is the thing. When, good, when good, good. Emekus, <laughs> my guy. Me, what's good now? I'm going to leave joining us. My, my, I can um, hear you. I can hear you. You are fine, perfectly. Groovy, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I can hear you. I don't know if Tosin can hear us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can hear. I mean, the talk has been horrible, okay. so about me now. I mean, I guess that's yeah. the effect of Evening the Twitter gosh. ban. So yeah, I mean, VPN trying to connect to you and the likes. Yeah, true. I mean, it also affects the number of listeners we get weekly due to to VPN. So yeah, we also hope this will be over soon. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully the government comes to a conclusion with Twitter. Yeah. So let's get started. First, uh, a little bit of di- disclaimer. There is nothing being said here that constitutes financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. The speakers are not financial advisors. So do not take their words for it. Do your own research and decide whatever it is you want to do. We are only just speculating on anything we talk about. We're not financial advisors in any capacity, way, or form, or professional. So with that being said, let's get right to it. Nigi just joined us. Okay? Hello? Hello? I'm hearing you. Yeah, Nigi, can you hear me? I'm sure, sure. Okay, good. So to everybody who's listening to us for the first time, this is Crypto Roundup Africa. This is a project that... Welcome. That has some of my dearest and nearest friends where we yeah, talk about our general market sentiment and outlook for the yeah, week. We'll just talk nonsense about Because <laughs> 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 we say a lot of things there that we don't actually do in real life. Uh, that is a thing. Facts. I, talk, I, I look at like most of the things we say. Like I actually give advice here that I do not follow. Then I'm like, actually say this thing on CRA. How come I didn't follow my own advice? Like, if I had followed my own advice, I would. <laughs> it would have been better for me to actually. So that happens to you too. I mean, yeah. you are giving sparked opinions, and then exactly. eventually you forgot to even follow your opinions and your advice. And exactly. you are caught in the web. <laughs> it's just, it's just stupid. You just come here to just rant and read about stuff. And... That is yeah. just it. You kind of just forget. You say all these things like a cool head. Then when the market is like staring you in the face, you might actually say this thing, but you don't have a mind to actually go do that thing that you said. It's just 
I don't know. I think it has something to do with your manager or something. Yeah, yeah so it's part of financial advice. Because <laughs> if it's a financial advice, I'll take my own advice. But I don't. So why should you? Okay, yeah. 10 minutes in. Let's get started. So sure. we are having our second guest for the... This is our second guest, right? So this time around, we're having Tosi Olubenga, who's the CEO of Afridex Finance. So he will be talking to us about Afridex Finance. And I think one of the things we have not done on these streams is that we've not really been shilling projects or taking marketing money or anything. So, But this time, we're giving Tosin the advantage or the opportunity to come talk to us about his token. So how did he start? It started because two or three weeks mouth. ago. Two, three weeks yeah. ago when I made a tweet before I went to yeah. bed. Yeah. A crypto project in, I said in Nigeria that is most likely a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> so by the time I woke up, I had already been blocked by Tosin. So tweets were made, words were out and everything. So we reconnected through a mutual friend who is a lawyer. So he wants to come on to explain about the project, to allay our fears about his project and explain why it is not a Ponzi. So he will have the floor to to, ex- to talk about his project while we yeah. question him and ask and say the reasons why I come I came to that conclusion and probably he'll be able to address my problems and issues with the project. So he has yes, the floor. It's, it's on the right. And I think your CTO is also here. If you want to have him have him on, I can also uh, add him to the stream so that he can explain some other parts of the All talking right, points um, if you want him to join. Yeah, definitely. So um, Jeremiah is there. His name is Jeremiah. So Jeremiah, you can just make a request to speak. Um, first of all, I wish to appreciate Oluye for um, making this a reality. Um, we've been mutuous also. I mean, and, um, you know, when 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 people tweet and their tweets are always, you are always inclined to it too by default. You tend towards what they say, and you know you want to engage. And um, um, uh, again, apologies for the blocking that happened. That was just a reflex action uh, because we are, <laughs> we are, yeah, yeah. So it was a reflex action when I just saw the tweet. I was like, "Who is Avrugovi? I don't know you. I don't know where you come from. I mean, you don't even know anything about our project." And so it was just actually a very reflex action. And um, you know, apologies for that. And um, so, you know, Afidex is not just about the AFDT, AFDT token. Um, I'm going to just do a little bit of a review of how the whole project started. Um, like you said initially that um, whatever you people hear, whatever you say now, is they are not financial advices and nobody is actually a professional. So generally, um, crypto projects or crypto coins from Bitcoin to the list of them, they are all speculative assets, all right? So it's they are all speculations, you know, driven by hypes, noise, you know, from almost $0 to what it is today. So at the earlier part of the year, there was there were a lot of views, I mean, hypes around crypto, you know, people who ordinarily don't talk about crypto, especially on Twitter, started talking about it. You know, people will not talk, people will not tweet in a day. I mean, most, especially the popular guys, 
the influencers, they will not speak in a day without asking people invest in crypto, you know, because people saw how the price moved. Last year, crypto, uh, Bitcoin was like $3,000 and now it's, 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 eating, it's going towards $50,000. So everybody were like, wow, this opportunity against inflation. Meanwhile, some of us have been in that, in that feed, you know, for some years back now. So, I mean, I started a community on, on Telegram. That community has about uh, 10,000 uh, members now, close to that. You know, there was a dip. The the last BTC dipped, also dipped the group. You know, the excitement were no longer there because maybe somebody who put in $10,000 wake up to see $4,000. So the excitement reduced. So, and I also have an exclusive group, which is actually a very premium group where we, where more experienced traders are, you know, and we just make it premium to make sure it is those who are actually serious that are on the group. People pay just $100 for a time, one-time fee to be in that group and we engage. So Afridex is actually a product of that particular group, the premium group of my general group. And um, members of, those, of that group actually, you know, I tweeted about it. And um, I think I tweeted about it when the community came up with, you know, what can we do? I mean, we, we many people have experiences, you know, I'm a software developer. I have I've worked as a blockchain engineer on various projects, you know. So they were like, what can we do? We should do something. I'm like, and I one of those things I told them was that personally, I have my social capital and I have what I'm doing. So I would not want to do a project just because I want to rush out. I want to just, you know, deploy a token. If I want to deploy a token on the Ethereum blockchain, as I speak to you, it cannot take me more than three hours to deploy it on the Ethereum blockchain. If I want to deploy on the Binance Smart Chain, it doesn't take even up to an hour. So most of these things are easy for software developers to know, you know. So and and almost at the time when you know BTC waters at the ATH, there are a lot of you know flooded shit coins everywhere flying all around. NFT hat, this blah blah blah. You know, guys just go to Binance Smart Chain, deploy a token, list it on Pancake Swap, IP it, rock pull people, and you know, get off it. So I'm, I was like, personally, I'm not interested in such a thing. But as at that, as at any time, I'm convinced to do anything within the crypto space. I would definitely notify the community, which along the line, you know, I was able to think about a line of what we're supposed to do. And I notified the community, and that community raised about sixty thousand dollars for the project. So that's how we started, and we we put our we put the project on about five uh, um, foods, and I'm going to be explaining it. So we we have an ecosystem for the Afridex project. So we have the Afridex Exchange. So the Afridex Exchange is um is is just like I used to tell many people. Most of those things we're doing are not noble. They are not noble in the sense that they are not new. So we want to build a centralized exchange. And the, the purpose of building the centralized exchange is actually to help play a major role within the blockchain industry globally. We are one of the highest traders in the world. I think the last rating has Nigeria as the second country in the world, you know, that engage in Bitcoin trading, you know, and we are also leading the P2P. So Nigeria, Africa is actually leading the space globally. So, so we came up to the fact that, and if, if for instance, we have some individuals within the 
the space who have released some coins at various times and you will never see any of those coins make it to Binance, for instance. So, and I don't know if there is any coin within the, you know, African blockchain ecosystem from any African startup that is listed on Binance. You get, so Africans are leaders. Like Binance cannot do without Nigeria or Africa, as the case may be. But you would, uh, but there is no project from the African space from any blockchain company, whether a startup or a big one, that is actually listed on those platforms. So we said, okay, we're going to have an exchange. It might actually be very difficult because we have big players within the industry, you know, from the topmost level. But we're going to make our own very local. So we're going to build an exchange and we're going to be targeting that exchange towards helping startups in Africa tokenize their products. So now, recently, Zend, these guys in Enugu, I can't really connect their the rename. They, they paid $1 million, I think I saw it on Groovy's TL, to an insurance company in the US. So that insurance company is actually built on the blockchain. So, and most of these Western countries also have payment solutions built on the blockchain, all right, where you can, just like Paystack, you know Paystack, you know Flutterwave, you know, built, rather than just using fiat, they are all built on the blockchain. So these are, these, these are the ways those countries in the West are using blockchain to develop their own economy. So, and I keep telling people, one of those motivations is whatever token you are buying, all the way from Bitcoin to ADAT to Cardano, any token you are buying, you are buying those tokens into the economy of those countries that owns it. You might buy it now and sell it tomorrow. It doesn't matter. You are actually contributing to their market cap as the case may be. So that is what prompted the Afidex project. We know we are not the first within the space, but we are coming out with a different vision to you know, have an exchange that even makes it easier for every other blockchain company in Africa to easily trade their token or for other startups to tokenize their products. So that is the vision behind uh, the exchange. And that is actually our tagline to you know an exchange for startup products that is the way you know we actually put it so the afidex exchange is just one of those uh things we want to do we also plan we also one of those things in our roadmap is to have you know afidex smart chain it's just like blockchain like um like uh, like binance smart chain so binance smart chain is a fork of ethereum so we're also planning to have our own smart chain I will now make it possible and make it more easier to understand for different startups to actually, you know, come to the blockchain mainstream. So like Paystack, for instance, you know, if Paystack is going to be, you know, by the time the, the, the policies in Nigeria become a bit relaxed, you know, Paystack might want to go the blockchain way such that you can actually use their payment gateway to pay with either USDT or even BTC as the case, as, as the case may be. So, and also, we may also want to have other startups. You know, Nigeria is blessed with very talented brains. Young people are doing amazing things. So we may also want to have other startups who want to also build their own payment solution on the Afidex smart chain. You know, rather than building it on Binance smart chain or the Ethereum uh, smart chain, or as the case may be. So our own smart chain, our own blockchain will make it very easy and possible for such startups to easily, you know, 
uh, deploy and they will not have difficulty of actually listing those coins. You know, if you have done your research about listing a coin, if you want to list on Binance, for instance, you are going to pay as much as, according to what my CTO told me, you are going to be paying as much as $200,000. Some of them will be paying as much as $50,000. That's the list that you can pay to list on any exchange. So just imagine a, a startup, a, a blockchain startup in Africa that is even struggling and, I mean, that is finding it even difficult to still raise capital to start the project looking for 50000 to list, $50,000 to list their token. So the Afridex exchange would give such uh, startups the opportunity to easily, you know, list their token and actually expose it to our users, as the case may be, you know. So so that is the purpose for the, you know, the Afridex uh, smart chain. Then we're also looking at the possibility of deploying a payment solution, which we call Afridex payment solution. These are the things that, could be happening in the next maybe five years. It's just like a, a, a blockchain uh, pattern of that of Paystack. All right. So we're also looking at that. Then we're also looking at Afidex Edustra. Now, that is the education arm of, you know, Afidex. Now, this is what we want to do. Generally, within the African space, I'm a software engineer. We don't really have much blockchain engineers within the space like that. You know, so we, are, we want to focus on the Afidex Edustra We'll be focusing on raising more uh, blockchain engineers in Africa. So we are looking at the possibility of a hub in Nigeria, a hub in Kenya, a hub in um, maybe South Africa. It's going to be just blockchain. And you know that if you want to recruit um, a marketing specialist for any blockchain project, for instance, it might be very difficult. We have digital marketers, but we have very few digital marketers that focus on blockchain projects. They might just be speculating. They might not really know how deep it is. So the blockchain itself is a new emerging ecosystem that needs also new talents. That is not like maybe you just. It's not like you are just a, a a product designer, just a normal product designer for a fintech startup. No, if you are going to be a product designer for a blockchain startup, the kind of knowledge you will require is going to be different from just being a product designer for any other startup. So the Afidex Edwester is going to be uh, focusing on getting materials to educate young people, especially those of them who are interested within uh, the blockchain ecosystem. So that is what the uh, Afidex Edwester is going to be focusing on. They were going to be having the Afidex NFT marketplace also in the future where uh, it will be easy for those who are in the creative industry, like I have some of my boys that work with me as UI US designers. They want to, uh, they want to, uh, they want to give digital signature to their designs, such that when they place it on an NFT marketplace, somebody else can buy, they can share. You know, they share most of these dreams with me. So those are the things we put together to form the ecosystem for the uh, Afidex uh, Finance uh, Limited. So. And those are the things we actually wanted to do. Now, let me go to the AFDT token. The AFDT token, uh, I think it was Paul that was trying to ask that question that we said we want to deploy our own smart chain and um, deploy. Can, All right. can you hold a minute? I think Paul just joined us. So, so if Paul wants to react to that, he can react. So I'll let you continue. Just want you to know that Paul has joined us. So yeah, you can continue. I just saw him now. Yeah, so I saw him now. So, so you know, he was asking that um, 
we talked about deploying our own blockchain and we have the NFT, uh, the FGC token on the Binance Smart Chain. Yeah, the Affidex Smart Chain, that blockchain is the second phase of what we want to do on our roadmap. All right, so it is is like the second. Even the Affidex exchange will come before it. So that is why the AFDT token is the governance token for the whole ecosystem. So for us to actually have entry into the market, that was why we deployed the AFDT governance token on the Binance Smart Chain. That is deploying it on an existing uh, uh, blockchain platform rather than waiting till when we are going to be deploying our own smart chain to deploy that particular token. So that was actually the decision. And of course, we want to you know, start our ICO, you know, make it possible for people to buy in into the product. Since we, have, we are not starting with the smart chain presently, the best we could do is to actually deploy that AFDT token on an existing blockchain and to actually move on with that. So that is just to uh, clarify that. So um, let, me, let me interject. Let me interject right. quickly. Uh, you just talked about the Afridex smart chain. When do you think you'll be able to deploy the Afridex smart chain? So th that will be probably second quarter of next year. Because um, the reason I am asking you this question is because recently you claimed that the smart chain is not our priority, even in the next five years. You said this in June this year. So that's why I'm interested. What, what changed between June when you said yeah, the smart chain is not a priority. Then, okay, even no. within the next five years, that was, those were your words. So I'm quoting okay. you. Thanks for this feedback. Having a smart chain is not our priority, even in the next five years. What all, changed? All right. You, okay, so, you know, things actually changed. I mean, you know, the white paper, for instance, if you look at our white paper, the, the white paper has changed from what it was even initially. So... Why, why the smart chain might not be the focus as, as quick as it is is because, you know, let's say, for instance, if you are deploying the Affidex exchange, for instance, now, it might take you another two years to even stabilize within the industry. So, and it is not possible for you to just put all your, uh, all your, all your efforts, you know, at the first maybe one year or two years, you are putting all, all your effort on one of your products, for instance. So, as at that time in June, the way it was envisioned is that at least before that smart chain will come up, the uh, exchange will have been up, the payment solution probably also will have been up to allow people to use uh, to uh, to be able to accept crypto on platforms like their WordPress website, uh, whatever website that they are deploying. So that was the that was the thought as at June that. You know, having, bringing those things together, marketing your exchange, you know, talking to the communities, working on security of the platform, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of work because you want to also give confidence to the users on the platform that their tokens are safe. Of course, it's not everybody that will actually believe you are the first as the first go. You understand? And you know that most of this, most of us who are in the crypto space, we have account on almost, there are some people that have account on almost 10 exchanges. You understand some of them the bulk of their money is on binance because they know that binance is trustworthy so we we know personally it will take us some number of years to stabilize within the industry to get people's trust to let them be confident in our security and stuff so as at that time in june that was what it was uh, that was what i personally envisaged that it might take up to a, 
at least five years before the smart chain can actually come on board. As at that point, you already have your engineering teams in place. You cannot actually deploy a smart chain without proper securities put in place. You know, all these uh, hackers are there. They are ready to hack whatever you're doing. So you need those number of years actually to be able to uh, to be able to do what is actually very solid. So by our roadmap, if by next year, maybe mid next year, we are not able to get to that point, we'll be communicating that with the industry, with the, with the community. But at the same time, before that time, we, are, we, we must have at least have one of our products out there. And that would be the, the purpose of why we might not be able to jump on anything for now. And even in the future, most of this, uh, like the payment solution that we talked about, it could be one of the accounting projects that are going to be given to some of some of those people who will be learning within our community as blockchain engineers. So it might not necessarily actually have to come from us eventually, you know. But whatever the situation is going to be, these things are progressive; they change along the line, and you don't really know how it is going to eventually end. It is it is a journey that we're actually taking and. Are going to be taking it one after the other. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Thank you very much. You've done a good, good job of explaining the project. So I'll let the guys ask the question. Yeah. Good evening, um, Tosin and everybody in the house. Um, I've listened to Mr. Tosin and I'm at loss here. I have a couple of questions. First of all, I want to know: Is Afridex an exchange or a coin? Because <laughs> okay, you, wait, all right. Let me let, let me let me just ask you like a couple of questions so you can just answer them simultaneously. Instead okay, of being I, I would appreciate to take them one after the other so that I don't okay. Like the so question you asked in the now, interim, straightforward. So, yeah, ask, in the interim, okay, what is Afridex? Is it a central exchange? Is it a blockchain network or is it a coin? Okay, all right. Um, Afridex is a blockchain company. All right, that is the central name, and it has an ecosystem. So one of the uh, products within that ecosystem is the Afidex Exchange, which is our first product. Of course, you know Binance. Binance, that exchange is not the only exchange they have. They also have other subsidiaries, or I, I, I don't know how I'm going to put it, but you know, Afidex is a blockchain company that has. Afidex Exchange. That exchange is a centralized exchange that we are actually working on presently. So it's one of the products within the ecosystem. So now, Afidex is not a coin. The coin for the Afidex ecosystem is called the AFDT coin. The full, full meaning of AFDT is African Decentralized Finance Token. That is the coin for the ecosystem. It's like a governance token for the Afidex ecosystem. So the AFDT the token is the, is the token for the Afidex ecosystem. So, and it's most likely going to also be the, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be traded on the Afidex exchange and other centralized exchanges that we might consider to actually, you know, list that particular token. So it is the governance token for the Afidex ecosystem so afidex is the afidex finance is a blockchain company so i hope that helps clarifies that you know a company can have different products so that is how it actually works and that exchange that centralized exchange is one of the products of the afidex blockchain company okay thank you very much for for 
for the. Uh, can I can I say can I? Yeah, yeah, sure, guys? sure. Yeah, yeah. Evening, Tosin. How you doing? Yeah, good evening. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Um, yeah, I've been listening to all you've been saying, and um, so just a little bit of clarification. Um, your exchange when uh, are you looking? When is the exchange going to be ready? Have you started working on it? Is it under production? Are you developing yet? Yes, we we are already developing the exchange. Is is we are we are going to be launching the spot exchange without uh without the future and margin trading in the next six to eight weeks. Yeah, six to eight max, six to twelve weeks max. So we're going to be having the exchange ready. Then after that, you know, would introduce it to the community for testing. Then we'll bring other modules that could. You know, we would now start adding different modules to it. So between now and the next maximum eight months or maximum six months, you know, we're going to be having the full-fledged exchange, both in web and mobile versions. Thank you. Okay. And um, you're planning to release the token when? Before or after the exchange is ready? All right. So we we are we are we're actually uh, looking at the possibility of um releasing the token after the exchange might have been ready. So what we're doing now is just the normal ICO to allow people, you know, purchase the token and the ICO is in phases. We are going through phase A to like phase Z through that period. So we are looking forward to launching that particular exchange before uh, we're going to be starting the distribution of the token. The distribution will not be uh, will not be done anytime soon. And um, I don't know if anybody will still ask this. One of the strategies we are putting in place is this. We we only have 100 million EFDT tokens, and eventually we are going to be, in the, for um, a period of time, we are going to be burning about 50% of it off. So but for now, anyone that is going to be buying uh, our token, we are not giving them 100% of the token when we are distributing. We are, we are going to be giving them like... 10% of that token every month for five months. So that is to help us to manage the possibilities of dumping and pumping of that particular token within, uh, I mean, within that period of distribution. Then the remaining 50% is going to be locked for maybe a period of six months or a year, you know, depending on how the models continue to change as we progress on our development. Thank you, okay. Emeka. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, no, then, Emeka, please, the, um, please, please. A quick clarification. Okay. I just, I wasn't sure if I heard that correctly. Did you say 50 percent of the token will be burned, or did you say some token will be burned? Just okay. Quick, what I said is, all right. So, anyone that is in, that is involved that will be engaging in the uh, ICO presently. So, if you are buying ten of the token, for instance, by the time we are listing. We will be locking fifty percent of that. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I just want to. Be then, sure. I thought I heard burn. So let, let, yeah, let's be so, clear. I, I get you. I get you. There's no need to to go over. It. I just want to clarify right. that particular word burn because I've gone through your right. contract and the burn function is not activated. So which yeah. means you cannot burn yeah. any token. So I just want to yeah. to clarify that. So yeah, anybody else can go on. Okay, um, I know a lot of my guys want to ask questions, and uh, so let me just throw this out there. So, um, I was just wondering, um, I see you, you speak more of the 
ICO heavily. You're very, very passionate about that. But then, don't you think uh, a way of also building uh, investor confidence is to first ensure that your product is out there, functional, and people are actually using this product before you start thinking of an ICO? What, uh, what made you go the ICO route first? Uh, well, um, to address that, you know, actually, you can actually do it both ways. You can decide to do the ICO before you actually do the, um, uh, before you actually bring out the product. So it all depends on why you want to do that. Like I said, when I was saying this, um, that are actually funding the project I raised about $60,000. I, I actually tweeted about it in the public space that those individuals raised it. So that was one of the suggestions suggestions they gave, you know, during the course. If you look at it technically, you know, increase uh, investors' confidence in what we are doing. And that is why we are now very passionate. As much as we're going to be talking about the ICO, it is our ICO. So we can decide to let it run for six months, depending on how we want it to run. We can decide to, you know, just let it go smoothly while we work. So presently, what we're actually doing mostly is focusing on making sure that our exchange is live as soon as possible. So we're just going to be focusing on, you know, pushing the exchange to the public, to to the communities, you know, globally and locally, to make to, and that will actually help us to increase the confidence on of investors. And by that time, I know most people will not want to embrace the ICO to be part of the project from onset. So that is that is to answer your question. Thank you, um, um Emika. I have a question. Nice. I have a question. Um, all right, all right. Uh, yeah. Um, when you talk about an ICO. It means people are buying. Yeah, like miners did an ICO. They already had an existing, existing, um, an existing exchange platform, which you know as Binance. They were giving um BNB token. But you were doing an ICO for AFDT. Um, what what is the what what was the use case of AFDT? Or are people just buying? Thin air because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the if if say I want to buy into your ICO I'm trying to figure out what is the incentive for buying AFDT and secondly how did you come to the valuation I saw I saw I lost I saw the valuation um how did you come how how did you value AFDT and say this is the price. Like walk us through. Okay. It's, it's, it, sorry, it's not a case of how you want or what you want because you've written a you've written a white paper, and it should be clear. There should be definite. The, if, if somebody says, "When are you launching your exchange?" I should be hearing first quarter of 2022 or second quarter of 2022. I I shouldn't be hearing a max six months or max eight months or. It, it, it's it's not it's not definite. You you've learned some white paper. It means you. It, it's just like doing feasibility study. White paper is more of a feasibility study. It means you've done your research. You've done your this and I say okay, buy because if every 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 um, project has a roadmap. From what you are telling me now, you you're not you're not because I'm staring at your white paper. You're not speaking to your white paper. 
And I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out why would I buy AFDT? What is the incentive? Secondly, how did you come to the valuation and who audited it? I just I just want to understand. Okay, um Paul, sorry, can I come in there? Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, all right. Go Good evening, everyone. So I'm Jeremiah Onodja, and I'm CTO at um, Afridex. So, um, Paul, I think I would have loved to approach some of your questions one by one because I think they were up to, like, three questions you asked. Okay, before I proceed, I think somebody said he has gone over our smart contract and the bond function isn't activated. I don't know if that's you, Paul. Were you the one? No, no I said that. No, I, read, no, I said that. I, I read Okay, so somebody actually asked a question. Proof. Okay, okay. I, I read the solid proof. Okay, no, uh, don't, don't worry about solid proof. I mean, solid proof is talking about, it's like giving privileges to everybody to be able to initiate the bond, that's like the bond event by themselves. So, but the admin to that smart contract has the right to bond any amount of tokens, which is Afidex, the organization themselves. So if by and, the end okay, of the let sale, me ask, let me ask a question, quick, quick. Yeah. So if Afrias can burn any amount of token, can they also mint any amount of token? Now, there's there's no new set of tokens can come into circulation anymore based on what was written on the smart contract, right? So we can't mint additional anymore. Only hundred, hundred has been set for that cap, and it's hundred we are working with. But we can actually burn. So how it works yeah, yeah, most times is, yeah. so, so, so by the end of the ICU, we can decide to say, okay, we sold probably 20 million tokens and over 30 million is still left. So we can bond that to also enable a kind of scarcity. So even Binance, for instance, still have bond events and they announce it time to time to their communities. So it's, it's, it's a norm. But the only thing is that smart contract only gave the permission to the administrator to initiate the bond event. event. So I think I was just trying to address the first question. Then for the second question, I will just be backing Mr. Tosin up. I think you, you spoke about, you know, Mr. Tosin was only trying to, I think the message he was trying to pass to the community is that we are doing our best to put the products out as soon as possible. But clearly on our roadmap, we have announced that by January 2022, our centralized exchange is going to be going live. So that is that is what that's the target for our roadmap. That's the target on our roadmap. So at the moment, we are doing everything possible to roll out as fast as we can. So Mr. Tosin was only just communicating to the community that he was only just trying to pass the message that we are trying to develop as fast as we can. Yeah, I don't know if you're clear there. Yeah, something else. There's okay. going to be a centralized exchange. Yes. And there's also going to be a decentralized exchange. Exactly. Right? Yes, that's okay. right. Is there going to be anti-money laundry and KYC on any of both exchanges? Beautiful. I love that question. Yes. You know, the essence for DeFi, decentralized finance, is to bypass KYCs and anti-money laundering. Like, you don't have anything to do with the government at all. That's the essence. That, that's what's really um, brought about decentralized finance, and that's what's, like, powering it. So you don't need to go through the regular centralized exchanges and all. Well, first of all, you know, Mr. Tosin, I think he passed the message to the community. That's why we, when we started the AMA. So, you know, he clearly said something. We also have our goals. Now, one thing, one thing we'll consider. Now, I, I know you, you remember when CBN, when the ban came about as banks transacting with them, 
um, exchanges. I don't know if you still remember the events beginning of this year. You know, right now, no any bank has anything to do. Like, for instance, Paystack had to cut off every payment gateway that has anything like licenses with the government. They had to cut off from exchanges. Now, that happened due to a reason. Let me just, I want to give a light now. So at the beginning of the bull run, something happened. If you are, I, I, I guess we have some software developers here, then people who are actually in the blockchain space or like still software developers, they will get it. Now, there's what we call virtual accounts. Now, Flutterwave actually partnered with um, Binance. That was around last year, I think mid to towards the ending of last year. And they introduced these virtual accounts for top up. Now, personally, in fact, I, I was actually running the contract with them. It was still a fintech company, Unified Payments. One of my bosses who was so passionate about crypto. Now, weekly, his volumes alone, what he uses is virtual, like how he credits his virtual accounts. What he credits it with was over $5,000. Now, imagine how many, and Binance was already taking over Nigeria. Literally, even the university students, everyone was trying to get into trading at the beginning of the bull run and all. So everyone was using that virtual account, and that gave a kind of signal. Even the CBN was now able to detect that money is moving out. Like, I mean, this is an Asian company that's Binance itself. It's not our money is going out of the country, but the only thing they came to do business here. So that was, to some extent, that was even to our advantage. But the only thing is, it also affected both Nigerians who were running cryptocurrency exchanges and all. But that's one disadvantage. Like that, that was one feature that really affected us around them. I think the centralized finance. But sorry, I, I think a recap for your question so I don't disconnect. Can you just give a review? I know we have quite so a limited it, time it, here. It, yeah, he asked about the valuation of the token. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that. Okay, for the valuation of the token, that, right? The valuation. Okay. Uh, yes, so, yes. so most times, like when you come up with the project, you need to analyze what it will take you completely, like the amount, the funding you need to run the project from a start to a finish. So for instance, you can decide to say, okay, you're going for a crowdfunding campaign. You need $10 million to get this project up and running. So most times I think for those who have been in the crypto space for a very long time, you must have heard of what they call soft caps. You must have heard of what they call the hard cap. But most times the soft cap helps you get, it gets you going at least in a way that you don't get stranded. But the hard cap means you, you, you get the maximum amount, that's every amount, the money you need to power the entire project and get going. So, but most times when you get to the soft cap, you don't like, like if you don't get to the soft cap, you're expected to also return the funds to the investors and things like that. So we have done every analysis, everything we need to power our entire ecosystem, which, which involves launching the products for partnerships, organizing conferences and everything. So it's like look, looking at, just look at it as probably, you're looking at the wrong way capital, maybe for like the next five years to power your entire project or company. So that's what brought about the valuation. We've done every estimate. We minted 100 million of those tokens. Now we kept like 15 million of the tokens for strategic partnerships into the future. So, I mean, we can partner literally with anyone. We can go into the Nigerian universities to uh, organize trading competitions and all. So such like the tokens, th th those, those amounts of tokens will be helping like um, such functions. Now there's also 15%, which is already kept for the team. Though for the public sale, we have 50%. Now, our goal 
we actually we, we actually have a goal in mind at least raising nothing less than 10 million dollars for the entire project now if we get to meet our 10 million dollar cap and probably we only sold 20 million of our tokens we now come back to the community and announce a bond event for the rest of the 30 million left but we've weighed all of this option like we've we've analyzed everything is how we came about these figures I, I don't want to go too in depth but those who are in the crypto space actually understand how this works better i think i need to also save time right yeah, oh, Paul. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm at loss. Yeah, hold on. I have to speak. I'm at loss here. Paul, Paul, a minute. Paul, okay. Um, there's something he said. You made mention of um, because at a point you were going about um, centralized. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That. Hold okay. on. I want to get you okay. right. Um, is Afridex trying to come up with an exchange that um, basically regulations would not affect? Okay, good. I, I like that question. Okay, so, um, let, me, okay. let me come in. Let me come in there. Okay. Please. Um, you you will know that globally there is a clampdown on Binance. Yeah. Uh, Binance UK is under some uh, regulatory pressure. Um, what's this other country? There's another country. I think is it Singapore or Korea? Yeah. So they are also telling Binance to leave the their their country. Yeah, so globally. Many governments are coming up with crypto regulatory frameworks, exactly. and before you know it, it is going to get to Nigeria. So, the in in Uganda, I read the news on Uganda that their financial intelligence agency is also coming with a regulatory framework to put all exchanges, you know, operational in that country under that framework. So, it will not surprise you that in the future we may also have Binance Nigeria, if Nigeria also come up with with its own regulatory structure. So. We, we we have an we have an adversary team. One of the person in that adversary team that is actually heading the legal adversary team have the proper understanding of how policies and regulatories happens within the uh, economic space of Nigeria. He has worked with SEC before. He has worked with CBN before. So we are we are actually studying the space. We know that in the nearest shortest time, government of Nigeria is definitely going to come with regulatory frameworks. And those regulatory frameworks will be based on some very secret and not really secret on some uh, policies. I mean, they were expected to have some levels of uh, auditing with maybe Federal Ministry of Communications. I mean, we already have like a, a checklist of those regulatory, I mean, some of those certification we like call it certifications or it's just like this pci dxs that you get yeah. when you want to compliance you know, start the payment solution you understand yeah. so yeah so there are some of those yeah exactly so there's some of those certifications you get from government and the like so we are preparing to make sure that anytime the government of nigeria would be coming up with a regulatory framework for crypto exchange in nigeria we are actually very ready all our documents our papers are actually ready for yeah, for actually that time. So our focus presently is not on a decentralized exchange. It's going to be more on a centralized exchange. So there's going to be KYC. I think Groovy was actually yeah. trying to ask that question. There's going to be KYC and all of those things will be expected that everybody that will be coming on the platform do so that it can help us against any form of uh, money laundry and the likes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just in addition to the oh, regulations, boy. okay, Justin, I, I think just briefly. So, in addition to the regulations, we already one of our advisors actually has 
um, all of the necessary network in place. He's also working with SEC officially, and I think he, he has he has also had an event like talking that's going to the Senate to talk about the blockchain. But I know it's quite unfortunate that um, most of our politicians, the old ones, don't even understand technology and. I mean, they might not be able to really connect there. But in essence, we have our legal advisor, who is also on the website, has the necessary connections with SEC and has been on different projects in finance. Yeah. Sorry, I have to take you back to how you came up with the with the price because that's not clear for me. I, oh, okay, okay, the price. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you come up with All right. So yeah. this, this... hang on. Let me let me ask let me ask what I want to ask first. Yeah. Um, okay. You kept saying we have um, looked at what um, we, is required. That's what led to the price. And that's what led to you detecting that price. So um, what I want to understand is the ICO, is it for raising seed funds? or Because you, I, 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 I saw that um, your ICO price is at 30 cents. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so how did you come with that? How how did you come up with that valuation? Because I I want to understand. It, it, okay, okay. A, I'm coming. Let me just yeah. let me just finish, please. Yeah. Um, a fully di um diluted market cap is price times yeah. max supply, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ma market market cap market cap is current price and circulating supply. Circulating supply, right? exactly. Yes. Market cap equals current price multiplied by circulating supply. Right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm I'm trying to understand who made the valuation because if yes. you if you're placing AF, AFDT at thirty cents, yeah, how did you come up with that valuation? What was the incentive? Because um, I want to buy okay. something because I'm gonna yeah, an ICO is getting in early, so if yeah. this project becomes something. Yeah. That caching so, in the future. Okay. Okay. How beautiful. You, and 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 also, also, yeah. what what um institution or who audited it? Because it, 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 it's yeah. not it's not a question of we. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Beauty, exactly. The beauty of blockchain is. Oh, Paul. Let him answer. Okay. Okay. All right, Paul. Uh, oh, okay. Great. So um, the company who audited our smart contract is solid proof. Solidproof is a German-based blockchain company. They also have like um, uh, professional blockchain developers who are into auditing. Like basically, it's Solidproof. You can actually check them online if you need more clarifications. So we didn't do the auditing by ourselves. Like it's not like we had in-house developers that still did the auditing. And I mean, they want to back us up or give a kind of positive insight about that, right? So I don't know if that answers that question. Then I want to go to the pricing. Is that fine? So what was audited? Okay, that's solid proof. Solid proof. The, the contract was audited. The codes. What's, the codes. What was audited? Yeah, yeah, the codes. The smart contract was audited by solid proof. The smart contract is also available publicly. Yeah, publicly. I have yeah. gone through the smart contract, so I'll definitely yeah. come back to that later. So I'm letting everybody speak. When oh. it comes to my points to speak, nobody else speaks. So for now, you guys have the floor. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. So for that of the price, so uh, I think you you know, the what matters really is the listing price. When you're telling your community that you're going to be listing probably in the next six months or probably after ICU, what really matters is the listing price. 
And I think, Paul, you are conversant, like, you, like you, you're conversant, like you've been in the blockchain space and you understand how demands and supply works. Like basically that's what affects the price of any crypto coin, like any cryptocurrency, basically. So our listing price, we have capped it. We just broke it down into phases. You know, it's just more of like a strategy in-house to see how we can meet our goals. But what matters is at the final stage, the final price where we are going to be listing is $4.5. And there are, there are a lot of things that come in. The moment you list, some people might be rushing to the exchange to dump, in which we've already worked certain measures to actually um, curtail that too. So I don't know if that answers your qu question, but what really matters is the listing price. And we can't even determine what would happen at listing. The only thing is we've put up enough strategy to make sure we control the price. We're bringing in a kind of, um, users can actually stick their EFDT to any kind of sub token. Like we are coming up with different measures that would help us to control the price best possible. Yeah, so I don't think yeah, that answers question. your question, right? Does it, Paul? And and of course, and of course, um, at any instant in time, you list your tokens or coins, and you put a particular price on it. There exactly. are people who list their coins for as much as three hundred dollars, some one thousand dollars, exactly. depending on what they feel. So in our own case, we want to start selling the FDT token at thirty cent, and we want the ICO to be progressive. So what it means is, from one phase to the other, we add additional maybe uh, 50 cents or maybe additional 25 cents as the ICO progresses. So eventually, we it's, it is all projection. We are projecting that the price will be at $4.5. So if at the end of the ICO, yeah. we released our um, exchange and we see that, oh, at $3, that is when we want to list and we are okay, then we list at that point. So it's not... It's not like it is a it's not like it is a fixed thing. Yeah. So many things are still happening, so many things will still change. But of course, for the purpose of marketing and to understand, we just put the projections there. And these things I'm are sorry. experimental. They are speculative. Okay. Yeah, a solid proof spelled as solid proof. Yes, solid proof dot I've gone through I've gone yeah. through SolidProof website for the past two weeks. I've seen the contracts they've edit, uh, audited. I've seen I've read their review on a AFDT and everything. There is no need for you to go through all that again. Just let it be. So, quick question I want to ask next is this: Has your contract been deployed on the B on BSC? Yes, yes. You. When was your contract deployed on BSC? That was about two months ago. You you can actually search it publicly. That's bsscan.com. Yeah. Do not do yeah, you should be okay. able to see that. The, yeah. the, Very the reason I'm asking this question is this, yeah. because okay. on 26th of June, Tosin said on Twitter spaces that the mainnet code has been deployed on BSC. Yeah. That's what Tosin said. I have the audio version okay. of that. Okay. So, which is okay. Yeah. Then, that was then. Yeah. And I also checked the contract on Binance Smart Chain. It has been deployed 48 days ago. So now yeah. my question would be, you deployed the contract on 26th of June. Yes. Your contract just got audited on 26th to 27th of July. Why are you deploying a contract one month before it was audited? It doesn't make sense to me. What happens to all the vulnerabilities that, uh, okay. that yeah. has been discovered by SolidProof? 
because it just doesn't make sense. Like putting the cart before the horse. You don't okay. a contract before auditing it. Okay. Uh, Why that? Yeah. Now, now the thing is, I mean, okay, how many vulnerabilities did you first of all see by solid proof? Are there are they actually vulner like vulnerabilities that wouldn't let us advance? You know, first of all, that's the question, right? So you, I mean, the the vulnerabilities they actually saw is not what would be stopping us from advancing. I think but one that of that still doesn't make sense. You can't deploy yeah, contract yeah. before so, it is so so that's good. So, sorry deploy. for sorry for so, coming in. Is this poor? Is this poor? No, I think this is group well, speaking. You no, basically you so basically what you're saying is you're no. deploying a contract that has not been audited and you're backing it up that oh we, no anyway, okay no 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 I'm not done. I was actually change anything. No, I was no, I was still what you're saying. So so now Paul, how, how long anybody can deploy a contract? So how hello, long have you hello? been in the blockchain oh, yeah, space? How long have you been in the blockchain space? Uh, I'm not a blockchain engineer, hello? but I've been buying Bitcoin since 20, September 2014. So okay, that's beautiful. That, that's years. a very long time. Like I mean, it's beautiful, right? So first of all, we have what they call Fox. You can actually go and fuck another code, which is already audited. That gives you every confidence. In fact, they've done every vulnerability testing and all. So this, this like our own contract was an existing contract. It's like a fuck that is a proving code that is secured. There's no any vulnerability that will be affecting it. That's one point first. But now another thing is if you've been in the blockchain space for a very long time, it doesn't stop you from deploying your contracts on the mainnet and later on going for auditing. Besides, we even plan to still run auditing with even like other two firms, like probably along as we keep going, like SATIC to have all of the certificates in place. Because Solid Proof My CD didn't see this, SATIC My CD saw this. But what I'm trying to say in essence is that does not matter at all. You can even switch contracts. I've been on projects where they've switched contract like three times, consecutive times. We can decide to abandon this contract and say, okay, we are deploying a new set of contracts due to a new, like a vulnerability we've seen on that particular contract. But it doesn't affect it at all. You can easily migrate. But the major thing is you should make sure you know how to take care of your community, probably transferring their tokens to them, or probably anything you have to do, make sure your community is safe. Like you issue them their tokens as supposed. So basically, that, that's it. I don't know if that answers your question. No, I personally think you think I'm stupid, and it's okay. No, you're not stupid. No, no, like, no, no, it's okay. Let me make my point. Okay. It's fine. Like, But the reason I'm saying this is because it's more about Binance has been hacked. Who yeah. has been hacked? Yeah. It's like every week there's a new hacking in DeFi. In yeah. Yeah. To be specific, and it usually goes back to the codes. So yeah. the reason yeah. I'm saying this is because I just feel like you will want to audit your codes before deploying them. Yeah. I'm not saying so, that solid proof came yeah. back and said, oh, these are vulnerabilities. I've yeah. read, I, I have it open here. I've read solid proof's uh, whole assessment of the codes. It's fine. There is no problem with it. But I just feel, yeah. what's the point of rushing to deploy a code before yeah. going to audit it? I understand Fork. Yeah. Tosin said a while, like three, two months ago, that the smart chain is going to be a fork of Ethereum. Yeah. I know what forks are. Yeah. I I definitely understand how contracts are. I know yeah. contracts that have been hacked, and then there has to be a hard fork 
yeah. where new contracts are deployed and everything. So I'm yeah. just saying, what's the point of putting the cart before the horse? Okay, I, I, I really what's understand that, of, yeah. What's another case of putting the cart before the horse? Yeah, so my, my sincere apologies. Okay, so I, I, didn't, I didn't actually want to make you, like, I, I'm not actually, like, I'm sorry okay. about that. I am not. I think that we are addressed that. I'm not one of those that. people who started yeah. tweeting about crypto because everybody else is tweeting about crypto. Yeah. It's fine. If that's your okay. assumption of me, it's let, fine. Let, it's just an assumption. And let, something else I want to point. All right. That was the first case so, of putting... The thing is... No, no, let me finish. Tosin, I'll sorry. come back to you. That was my first point okay, of I putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. Second one. Yeah. The tokens, the pre-sales token were already being sold before the white paper was even released. Okay. And I just Beautiful. think what's the point? What's the point of buying? To me, you just feel like why are you buying something yeah. that you clearly do not know what it does and what it's gonna be? Okay, so okay. I just feel, why would you be okay. selling tokens when you've not even released your white paper? So for the groovy. community to read. All right. Okay, let, let me call so in Groovy. So those are two okay, let me, of, let me come in there. So the reason we're even having this conversation at okay, all okay. is because of the call-out by me. Okay. And I'm just basically enlisting or, the cases of why I call this a Ponzi in the first place. Because I just okay. feel like, yeah. why are you doing things the other way around? Yeah. Which is not logical. Okay, okay. Let me... Okay. Okay, let me address, you know, the smart contracts issue and the and the um this auditing all right so personal i mean the fact of the matter is that the the took the smart contract and the token if you if you look at the address the whole hundred million is still with horse is still yeah. within yeah. our own yeah. i can see it we've yeah. not uh, exactly so we've not distributed it so yeah. it is that smart contract is still open for at least two additional auditing auditing firms even before we eventually distribute yeah so i think it is not outrightly wrong for you to deploy a smart contract and allow people to audit yeah. it's not as if when you deploy the yeah. smart contract you distribute the token immediately before auditing so these times are still there all right so for me i i, I mean we nobody is interacting with it for now as, as at that time when it was deployed nobody is interacting with it yeah. nobody is sending anything it's just there all right, so that 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 does set to that. Now mm. let's come to the pre-sale. When I started this conversation, I said this project was actually, you know, was actually uh, instituted for, by my own community on Telegram. Those are the individuals who actually bought into the pre-sale. So we had our meetings. They understand the vision. They were, it is not open to the public. We, I mean. I actually sent some emails to individuals. I think I sent an email to Oloye to explain what we're doing, how it can actually be part of it. Because sometimes pre-sales uh, could be private. Yeah, so, so, so Mr. Tosen, put on like a seed, exactly. a kind of seed so capital. Like you can talk to your family members when you're about to start a business. So, you know, what now goes public exactly. is probably you're going for like a Series A now. Of course, Series A is going to be public, right? Well, I mean, for your seed capital, you might just need it to start putting up your products and or maybe like for your business, like it's still the regular business terms. So I think, Mr. Tosi, I'm just trying to chip in that part of the seed, like the seed funding, like the, so you need to, yeah. Yeah, yes, so, yeah. It, but it, so the pre-sale was never private in it. Firstly, it was public. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it was, never it was. Well, so, it is actually, um, it, wait, okay. wait, wait, the thing is this, wait, just hold on. The thing is this. The pre-sale was actually for my community. And 
since it is my own personal community, I can as well assume it is actually a private kind of sale because it is within my community. I didn't come to Twitter and say we are doing pre-sale. The first time I made mention of, you know, the first time I talked about this project was when I said my community raised this amount of money. It was not as if we said, okay, we 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 open it, we we first of all make it as exclusive to the internal community. That's the premium group before we actually make it open to the general large group. And it is just for individuals, maybe $100, $150. Those who actually did the investments, you know, they, they did it in big, you know, big uh, quantifiable amount. So so the, the community that the pre-sale information was actually, uh, is actually a private sale, of course, and it is pre-sale. And it is for my own personal community. Awesome. Some pre-sales are also very That's important. That's not how right? pre-sales so work. Let me, let, me, let me elucidate on how pre-sales work in crypto. Here's how pre-sales work. I want to start AFDT. I go to Three Arrows Capital. I go to Defiance Capital. I go to Alameda Research. Why am I going to them? I talk to them privately. I share the yeah. idea of AFDT with them. Alameda, Three Arrows Capital, they are the best, basically, VCs in the space. They have yeah. values to add to you. You're going privately to them. Invest in this token, and that's it. But when you telling a telegram group of 10,000 or 9,000 people that we are selling pre-sales from $100 to $10,000. 10,000 people, these people probably, a lot of these people can't even afford $100. Beautiful. I'm going to comment there. That, no, no, so, let me finish. That's yeah, not yeah, how pre-sales in when crypto. You, That's never yeah. how any pre-sale that I know of in crypto started. Okay. So going to people who cannot add value to the project, who just wants to buy $100 worth of project and dump it at the nearest. And also, the way you got people to buy into this project in the first place was promising them 66x returns. These were your own words, Tosin. These are not my words. You said you start the sales of token, pre-sale, private sales, through um, minding my business or whoever the fuck she is, so, which is $0.06, which is less than $0.06 cent or less than $0.06. Cent. Six yeah. cents. That cool. by ICO it will be zero point three, thirty cents. By by listing on exchange it will be four point five. So you were selling the dream to people that if you buy this privacy at zero point zero six, for even maybe hundred dollars, you will have sixty six x return, which is six thousand six hundred dollars. So just random ten thousand people. That's not how private sales work in crypto, and I can bet my money on it. You want to talk to the okay. best minds in crypto? and ask them how private sales work, I put my money on it. That's not how private sales work. Okay, so have you have you participated in any private sale? Um, is that Groovy? I think this is Groovy, right? Yeah. Okay, so have you participated in any private sale? I have never participated in any private sale. You know okay. why? Because okay. I do not have the value, the also the capital that legit crypto projects need. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I, I like that. So, so, so I wanted to come there. there. No, Mr. Tosin. Like yeah, you I hold on. Yeah, hello, 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 hello. I like, I like the way... Everybody okay, sorry, just a moment, Paul. Just a moment. I think let me just address that. I'll be brief as possible. So, first of all, I think Mr. Tosin was using... It's meant to be private. He was meant to use that word, not even bringing anything pre-sale there. It's private. It's a private sale. 
Now, he communicated the people in his own community that if anyone is interested to actually join the private sale. And in fact, there was a, a, a minimal, um, like a minimum amount you can come in with. Like different private sales, they will tell you probably the least you can come in with for a private sale is $10,000. But they're going to be offering you the tokens at a discounted rate. This is, this is a, a norm. It's normal and it's very fine. You can check out, for instance, gates.io startup. In fact, when you go a, there for fundraising, yeah, a a group, a public Telegram group of ten thousand people is not private. Yeah, so no, you okay. That was so private. groovy, right. groovy. Oh. This is the point, groovy. No, this is we the can, point. We, no, right? the is, I can, can, I can, can, I can go can and announce to, to my guys different definitions. But yeah. I'm just making a groovy, point. Let's see what else. Let's talk. Yeah. So, so I can, I can actually go to my own friends and tell them that I am putting up, like I'm, I'm organizing a private sale. Of course, is who can afford to join the private sale? Mr. Tosin, can you come in with the minimum That's amount? That's not how it works in crypto. All right. Um, you can't so even, well, you Groovy, can't even uh, get um, into ICO. Groovy, I've been in this space for over four projects. years. Both blockchain development, okay. partaking in projects, I'm, I'm and okay. I can tell you that okay. this is how it this works. Is it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mr. No, Tosin might not use the right terms, but I can tell you that this is how it works. I like, good. You're confident that is how it works in crypto. I am confident this is how it works. Okay, guys. No, no, no. Wait, let me speak. Wait, I've already wait, said it. Wait, 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 everybody. Let me speak. Wait, guys. Yeah, yeah. In crypto, wait, wait, how it works wait, wait. in crypto is this. Private sales are for high-worth, high-value individuals who Beautiful. can contribute value to the project. There are usually not even more than four, three, or five Price. venture capitals. Not 10,000 public people who are still in the Hello, university um, or who are like that beautiful that's beautiful not how i like that work. i like that oh, no no right. groovy um, groovy hello hello, hello Jeremiah, can you can okay done can you just okay so the thing is this is a community space project everybody hold on all first. right everybody hold on hold on don't please everyone hold on this is becoming a case where we are talking about each other it's obviously does nothing for this i mean the facts the point of doing this thing is to to light on these questions ourselves. We are not arguing. Yeah. That is not exactly. what the point of this is. So please let each other All speak. Right, so, okay. And when you about speaking, be mindful of the fact that the other people want to speak. So you don't have to ramble on and on. Yeah, thank you. Okay. So Groovy, um, you. you know, just you know, let me just address this. This project, like I said, is not what I just woke up and say, I want to just start. This is a community-based project. So what you are what you term to be private or pre-sale, whatever the time you are using to it, might not be applicable to all projects. There is no one way to this thing. You yes. know, I, I've I've spoken to Oloye at various times, and most of the points that we're even buying, we don't even know who who, who start. Ask 80 percent of those who are crypto traders. How many of them read read white papers of projects? This is not to put it out there that we just want to go out there to just do any other thing. But the fact of the matter is that these things does not have a rule. We, we, you know, this, this, this is, an, this, uh, as I speak to you, uh, some people, wait, uh, uh, wait, 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 sorry, I have to, I have to interject. Wait, wait, you, wait. you can't, you can't say that. Okay, now. okay, so, so, sorry about saying it doesn't have a rule, but what I'm actually saying in essence is this, you know, the, the, the crypto ecosystem generally, as it is, is not, is largely unregulated. There are standard ways it works. There are standard ways you think it works. 
and there are standard ways you think you understand it to also works. So if if I have a community of uh, ten thousand people, and these are the people that actually came up to push the project, and I'm fronting it, and I introduce, I mean, they are the ones that funded the projects for Kernel Cloud. So it's not as if we are we don't wake up. I just wake up and I say, okay, you people drop like you said and i just want to collect people's money and just you know just spend it like that so it's my the, the procedures might not be straightforward like you are putting it these things okay, are so I mean, there's a thousand companies we have in nigeria as we speak how many okay mr Tosin, let yeah. me just uh, i won't i won't take too long right, so it's, it's it is not as if um yeah it is not as if there is a lay down route that is yeah yeah that is to just go out and just the fraud yeah. to their money, you know, so that is not our intentions. So, okay, but it is not those approaches are not followed because we want to defraud people or because we want to um, collect people's money and run away, or we just you know, that is not the purpose of what we did. So, to you, it might not be the right thing. I, I hope, and I know so many people are also on this platform listening. If you want to start the same projects, I mean, subsequently in the future, you can be contracted, you can be consulted. Oloye, can you speak now, please? Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, uh, please. Okay. Yeah. Please. I just spoke about this already. There's no points like, going on. Yeah. on. Obviously, like, emotions are running high, so please just try to keep your calm. Oh, okay. 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 So I think uh, wait, just wait, in can addition we get, to... Yeah. Tosin, can we, we, can we, we get Tosin to speak again? We have some guys okay. in the house. Hello? Tosin finished. I don't know. Bernard, Bernard, would you like to, you know... Wait, 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 wait. Can we get Tosin to speak? I had to mute his mic. Can he speak? If okay. I can, then maybe he rejoins. Okay. I think I'm I'm here. So like like I was Okay, like okay, was, okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. So good. No, like no, was... no, no, no. No, no. Let somebody else continue. I just wanted to be sure that there's orderliness. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. I, I I I want to speak, please. And I I want Mr. Jeremiah to mute his mic, please. Okay. When I finish sure. speaking, yeah, he can he can continue. Um, I have three questions. One is to Mr. Jeremiah. Are you a blockchain engineer? That's the first question. The second question is, I read the, um, um, what, what do you call it? What's the name of your auditors? You, one, of the, one of the major things, one of the major fears with people who want to buy cryptocurrencies is what they call rock pools. Yeah? And in your auditor's comments, the, 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 I'm quoting the auditor now. He said, the owner has still not renounced ownership. And that means, I may be wrong. Paul, here, that, I was going to come to that. That was going to be my next point, but go on. Yeah. That means the owner of the contract can burn any amount of tokens they want to burn. That's basically a rock pool. No, no, because they cannot. They cannot. I'm, they I'm cannot. Quoting, I, I'm quoting what... I know what you're quoting, but they cannot. They have yeah. owned and renounced ownership for more trust. No, they haven't renounced ownership. But yeah, they that's cannot... Yeah, that's... But you can't link that to the next point you're making. There are two different things. I've read the okay. same report, so... But you can continue. Okay. So, um, I, I want to understand why have the owner... or how, Why have you guys not renounced ownership? That's, that's the second question. And also the, the the third question I want to ask, and this goes to um, Mr. Um, Tosin. If I want to buy AFDT, what is its use case? What what is the incentive 
for me to buy AMP tickets. So, Jeremiah, please um, answer those uh, first questions oh. there. Okay. okay. Okay, yeah. So, Paul, yeah, first of all, um, I'm a blockchain developer. Uh, I think that was a yes to the question. So, second of all, we can actually renounce ownership anytime we are ready. But most times, ownerships are for fully, like renouncing such ownerships, work for fully decentralized finance project. Uh, don't get me wrong, where you have governance to the people. I, I don't know, Paul, are you, can you hear me? Can you just, I, I want you to confirm that you can, you're with me. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's, you know, we still, we have centralized finance, we have decentralized finance, and some projects actually have a mix of both. So for that of the renown, the renouncing of the ownership, we can do that at any time, but we are not a complete DeFi project. Complete DeFi projects avoid the government. They don't even incorporate like physically, like they avoid the government completely. They don't have anything to do with fiat payments. They don't have anything to do with the government in any way. But we have plans to run a centralized exchange with better KYCs and EMLs. So like email, EMLs, policies, like generally. So that's why we have to go by certain pattern. I don't know if that answers uh, your question, um, Paul. Let, let me, let me, I have the same question as Paul. So I, I guess okay. he was thinking on the same wavelength as me. Yeah. Because okay. I obviously read the report. And I yeah. saw that that part, that part stood out. Yeah. So now to piggyback a little bit to what uh, Tosin was saying, that it's a community project. The project was started on around 20th of May when they raised $40,000 from the group, which is basically a community of people who doesn't know each other, met on Telegram, trading crypto, decide to put together 24 million naira, start a pro the project. 20th of May, he tweeted that out. So now piggyback to, what, to this question, on renouncing of ownership. Yeah. The thing is, this renouncement of ownership. Tosin claimed that the project started off as a community project where people donated money to start the project, as yeah. indicated in his tweet. So why don't you renounce ownership True. and buy tokens? Let me, let me make my point. And okay. buy tokens like everyone else. Even Solid Proof said it, that it builds credibility as a yeah. truly decentralized project. Yeah. That's what some solid proof your auditor said. And that's yeah. how it is in, in crypto. When you renounce ownership, yeah. which means it's out there, then it is not vested in an interested party. An interested party does not control the tokens. And also AFDT is the governance token of Afridex Finance, which means proposals will come up in the future that needs to yeah. be voted on. So when you have the ownership of the token you've, you've not renounced, you can easily use that to vote as voting power on governance control uh, proposals. And yeah. I think if you renounce the ownership, it also contributes fairly to any other holders, as well as, well as it ensures that there is no rug pull or abandonment of the project, which is usually what we've seen in crypto, especially a lot of projects that started in 2017, 2018. A lot of them have been abandoned because the team just sold their tokens and they moved away because we got into a bear market. Take it or leave it, we're going to go into a bear market at some point within the next 18 months because the U.S. government is going to stop quantitative easing and the market is going to tank. That's my own 
sentiment. Right. You can believe yeah. we can go on a two-year bull run. That's anybody's proof. So, but the thing <laughs> is, when we yeah. go on a bear market, a lot of project projects, the developing team stop working because they all they see is that the token is going down. So they just rock pool and they just go and face other things. Yeah. So why I'm more interested in renouncement of ownership is that it shows a level of credibility like your auditor has said. And also it helps the community member to know that the development team has skin in the game, which means if bear market comes, they're not just going to abandon the project and move away. So that's just to kind of enforce the same point Paul was trying to make. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, well, I, I don't, does my, the, the answer to the question, does it answer, you know, what I explained to you is we are not a full DeFi project. So this is a mix of both DeFi and CeFi, like centralized finance and decentralized finance. So, I mean, we, it's, it's, it's not actually completely wrong, though we know the community is actually trusting us, but um, we have goals and we hope to meet up with their goals and demands in the nearest future. But it's not a complete DeFi project. We still have something to do with centralized finance. So that's why we're not going complete DeFi. But the thing here is you, you claim to be Afridex decentralized. So it's basically decentralized in name, but not decentralized in, in coding or in data or in actuality. <laughs> okay. That's basically so, what it means. Okay, so let, let me come in there. Uh, now you, you don't you don't have to have that uh, complete um, that view that way actually. So you know part of our goals is okay. The, now part of our goals are now let's put into consideration we're looking at how we can actually tokenize startups. Like for instance, you can have just just like having like um, an Apple token, having like um, a Paystack token. You know people can trade these digital assets, but the thing is they are running on the blockchain. That's one aspect of being decentralized, right? Like you're tokenizing a product. We can decide to even have a Zenith Bank token, an Access Bank token, but these are digital assets that exist on the blockchain and they can be tradable. So it's like having shares, like your regular shares. Or in this case, it's not like I mean recorded in a centralized database or Bro, um, just signed you're on paper. Talking papers. about synthetics. Yeah. Sure hello, hello. Yeah. Jeremiah, That's basically yeah. synthetics. Groovy, so yeah. we definitely understand that. Groovy, can I speak? Hold on. Yeah. Jeremiah, just a minute. Um, like um, no offense. Yeah. But honestly, like um, I don't know why, but this is just giving me the whole 2016, 2017 ICO frenzy madness. You know why I say this? Okay. Um, we are all in this space. We are all in this space. And you're talking about right now, you're jumping into tokenizing assets. I know a plot, I know a solution synthetics. Yeah. And, um, what I'm trying to drive us is this for me. Yeah. I'm also a blockchain. I work, I work in a blockchain tech company. Okay. And there has to be a product Beautiful. before all this talk. Beautiful. If you, if you ask me, but, um, from all you've been saying, it's almost like you have the whole script of what a blockchain, what blockchain technology can. Everybody knows what blockchain technology okay. can: supply chain, yeah. healthcare, transportation, yeah. whatever. It yeah. is. It's not what is not what we are here for. You need to be able to from stand there this conversation today is that ADFT is building a centralized exchange, a decentralized exchange on blockchain, like, I know about magic, um, all in one place. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I know, like we have um. Kenneth, Kenneth, just a minute. I've muted him. We have him. Polygon, I've we have Matic. We have all these products out there, you know. And 
these guys came out with a white paper. They came out with a product. They came out with a, an MVP. People could play around with something. Then, of course, we can start talking about tokens. But I see you speaking so heavily on this ICO. It's almost like you guys have the ICO part figured out so much. Okay. But there's a whole lot going on in the back that is not tying up to this ICO. Yeah, so Paul, are you... So I'm trying to yeah. see, okay, what is it that is driving me to buy your token? Okay. What is it that... Where is Tosin? Seems Tosin has left. The people, people, folks like us who understand the space yeah. to invest into your token. Yeah. Okay, so beautiful. And I've not seen it. Okay, yet. beautiful. So, Paul, let me comment. So, I mean, we know that uh, during the crypto boom of 2017, a lot happened. Like a lot of scams, projects came up, people issued tokens, but they didn't deliver products. We know that over over like 80 to close to 90%, that was what happened during the boom. That's the, the crypto boom of 2017. Over 80% of the projects didn't deliver the products. Now, there are still projects, but I know there are very few that still went with that, that's with this pattern we are discussing right now. They issued tokens, they raised money, and they proceeded to build their products. And later, and probably like they came back, they built their products and they are serving their communities today. And I think, except I need to still do it, like still go down into synthetics. You might, I think there's, there's not synthetics exact, exactly, but synthetics right now have a product. If you want to trace them, I think even their ICO was even around 20, like they had had events right from 2017, 2018. So even talking about fundraising and all, I think Groovy also came in there where he spoke about like venture capitals. I mean, these guys are in an enabled economy. And there was something I wanted to address back then when Groovy was um, talking about that. Now, there are patterns we have to adhere to in the crypto space, but everyone have like everyone is having their own model for the pattern they are adhering to. So it's just like Zenith Bank might have, now there's a pattern in banking. Everyone must adhere to that pattern to be like probably like a, 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 a bank or like to operate as a bank in Nigeria and all. But Zenith Bank's model will be different from GT Bank's model. So everyone has their own approach. Now, when you talk about private investment, I've seen projects that the, their private investment was announced that they were looking for, like the minimum you can come in with as a private investor was like $10,000. So, so if, for instance, Mr. Tosin has spoken to the community that the minimum you can come up with is with $1,000, it's his own model actually, but he's still adhering to this pattern of the crypto space. I don't know if you're getting it there. Then now, Paul, let me let me address the issue. Are you there, please? I don't know if I've been cut off. Are you there? No, we can sure hear you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sure. Thank you very much. So, Paul, now, as I said, I there, there was something we've had our in-house meetings and all. I will be very honest with you. Right now, our key focus is so much on the products. We are, in fact, we've been working back to back in the past six weeks to make sure that we deliver this product rightly. In fact, clearly amongst the board, I've, I've clearly, we, we've stated it amongst ourselves. The ICO even right now isn't our priority. And we are even looking forward to even venture capitals. Right now, we are keeping every communication with venture capitals. Okay, we've launched this. This is our phase. We, we gathered this at this early stage. We have a little community of this. Like we are updated, like every, our goal right now is the product as we speak. 
I think, in fact, that was what Mr. Tosin was only trying to, at the beginning of the armor, he was only trying to state that in the next six to eight weeks, we should have the centralized exchange launched in its beta. Trust me very much. In fact, that is our priority right now, even before the ICU. And we, the board, even the board that actually discuss about this product, we know we, we, we are not putting our focus on the ICU. Neither are we just putting all our focus also on venture capitals. We're trying to be everywhere. We need to make sure our priority is actually the products. But I don't want you to get me wrong, Paul, but there are projects that came through raising funds first and launching their products. And they did it well. And their communities still trust them. So I want you, Paul, not to have the benefit of doubt, but just trust the Afridex team on this. So if I, you, can keep this cover, you yeah. can keep this conversation to still maybe Jeremiah. like for a recap or something. Yes, Groovy. Let, let yeah. me say something. Like, yeah. I may hear my thoughts. I okay. definitely feel that you guys are overly ambitious. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Those are my personal opinion. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, an opinion. That's the truth. Anyone yeah. can have an opinion. That's because I'm, I just think you guys are trying to do a lot of things and along yeah. the way, you're just winging it and trying to figure it out. Yeah. I've heard Tosin talk about having stable coins on Afridex and all of that. It's just like new things are coming up, which okay. basically leads to my criticism of the project. Um, but at the yeah, same time, yeah, I've, I, I've heard, I've heard Tosin talk about deploying a decentralized betting app. I'm sure fucking hell for that. Like Nigeria is a huge market for betting. Like people yeah. are going to, there's definitely a market fit for that. Be beautiful. We can do yeah. that. I think it's a great idea. NFT hmm. marketplace. Yeah. We definitely don't have something like that. I think it's a great idea. NFT marketplace. Yeah. Edu extra. I think it's a great place. So thing. It's yeah. very novel and new and innovative in the crypto, crypto space. Edu yeah. extra. I've yeah. not seen anything like that. I can't lay claims to. Yeah. But I just think it's something that excites me that I'm really looking forward to. But mm. the part of the yeah. whole thing yeah. that seems to actually concern me yeah. is usually the tokenomics and the valuations. That's okay. what, and the way okay. it's been going about, like, okay, yeah. you buy at 0.06, yeah. uh, you can sell at 0.03 or at 0.30 cent, or you can sell at $4. Okay, no, no, no one can actually listen. sell. No, no one can actually sell during the ICU. In fact, the tokens are yeah, not yeah, being yeah, distributed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 no, you yeah. probably got me wrong. That, um, yeah, I'm let me, let me is, jump in. Okay. What I'm let saying is, okay. I am more concerned about the tokenomics and especially the way Tosin has gone about promoting the token to people that if you buy $100 worth, by listing time, it will be 66X. That basically goes back to the ICO craze that we've had in the past where people lost money. And yeah. when you sell a project like that, yeah. you are assuring and promising people returns. And the only way that can work is that you have to entice new deposit or new people into the scheme. And that's yeah. basically how Ponzi's work. That's why yeah. I called it a Ponzi in the first place. Because you're yeah. telling people if you put this amount now, by this time, you're promising them a certain return. And for you to be able to make that return, you have to bring new people in. That's basically what MMM was. That was what Benny yeah. Madoff did in his lifetime. And I think it is mathematically unsustainable to achieve the returns Tosin has promised at 4.50. That's my main concern. 
Okay. We can talk about the technology all we want, but I yeah. just think at fully diluted market cap, yeah, AFDT is like four hundred and fifty million dollars. How much is the worth of UBA? Okay, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. I get your point. So, so let me comment Ruby. there, right? Now, now, Ruby, let, okay. Can um, I comment? Okay. Can I okay, comment? let me just speak a bit before you come in. So, yeah. um, okay. your concerns are very legitimate. And um, yeah. if you observe that since when you made that tweet, if you observe I, I, from this armor, I just I just realized that is, is it that you put my tweets on notification? Like anytime I tweet like this, you are seeing it, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so, so that's what it almost means. But that, that's fine. So, um, uh, you, you, understand, you should understand the fact that since when you put that tweet out, we've actually withdrawn and we've not actually been talking about the ICO technically. And we've been trying to actually do a, a kind of review. You know, it is not, and that is why when you, if you observe the way you, the way it happened, I did not engage you at all on the TL, though the initial emotions came up there. All right. So you, you are saying if you buy this thing at 30 cents, you are going to be able to sell it for four dollars. Yeah, it it is going to call for concern. How do you want to achieve that? And that is what that is one of those things I've actually addressed while I was speaking. That we're actually trying and working on reviewing things we're doing. This this conversation is you also trying to help us to put us in the right path. It's not it's not a, it's not we are not coming here as a professor of know it all. And you're actually shipping in very important points to this fact. So we would. I mean, the, the team would take a review, you know, of, you know, everything we've said, for instance, and would definitely address it as we proceed. So what we're just looking at is um, the, the, the progression of the ICO from one level to the other and increasing the price at that end. But at the same time, when you want to sell, like you said, there must be some volume of people who are ready to actually buy from you. Then if, there's, if, they are not ready, if there is nobody that is coming to buy from you, then the price falls. And we've actually put, like, that's part of those things we've put in place strategically for the distribution. If you buy 100, we are not giving you the whole of the token as, as at that point when we are doing distribution. We are only giving you 10% of it so that it can help us to manage the movement of the project in the market. And as at that time, our exchange will have been live. So it's not as if the token is just minted there for free year. So the exchange is now live. We are doing more marketing to bring more people to the exchange. In fact, presently, what we are focusing our attention on squarely is the exchange, the marketing, what we want to do, how we want to approach it, what we're going to do, and talking less actually about the ICO. So if we are done with our exchange and we, we release the exchange, we, 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 we run the marketing. If at the point of doing that, we just decide to even stop the ICO at maybe $1, then that is what we have decided to do. So we we are we are going to be reworking our strategies as it is. Thank God you are you already love some of the things we want to do. So it shows that we have a good vision for where we are going. It shows that we are not ready to rock pull. I mean, we put our faces on the side. We are not ready to stop and run away. This is what we have committed ourselves to do. You know, so that is just it. Who's next? Anyone else? Yeah, I yeah I I I, I want to ask a question for Kenneth. Yeah, I think he's having network issues. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask this question. Um, he says, you are building a centralized exchange, a decentralized exchange, and a blockchain network altogether. But you not mentioned anything about it, your testnet pro progress. So I'm inclined to ask, 
what is your minimum viable product and when will it be out there okay for validation okay penetration testing all right so you know okay. the, if you look at yeah. the if you look at the roadmap it is actually a roadmap our focus now yeah. is decentralized exchange so it's not as if we are building the blockchain like i said it's not as if we are building the blockchain we are doing everything at once our focus presently exactly. is after centralized exchange that is our focus and like i said those roadmap might change we want to achieve success with the exchange first that's when that is when we cannot even start thinking of other things but it's not always bad if you envision something and you put it in papers all right so this is what we want to do the address try is there we don't even know when you know when we are going to get close to that all right so they are just there for you to read that we have a we have we have provided a journey into the future of what we want to do so that is just it so we are focusing on decentralized exchange and hopefully in the next three to four months at maximum we're going to be coming out with the first mvp and it's going to be a spot exchange just spots no futures no margin sport trading yes yes yes. so exactly then other things will now come up features time to time yeah okay yeah a bit of a rhetorical question um tosi you've you've you claim you've claimed that AFGT is an African focused and African centric product that helps blockchain and whatever in Africa and everything. The way you've basically marketed it, yeah. Because you said if we look at the top one thousand coins on Coin Market Cap, none is from Africa. We want to be the first in the top hundred. Those were your words, not mine. Yeah. So yeah. if we look at your team, okay. I re- I I want to ask these questions really. Because I, I think okay. I think um, we're running around in circles here, um, and I've managed to to painfully go over um, the white paper um, that ADFT has put up. I, I I want to know you're building a centralized. Ex- yeah, Tosi, can you hear me? Yes, I'm hearing okay. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. You you're building an African focus centric uh, coin that wants to be the top, that wants to be the first in the top 100 because none of the top 1,000 is from Africa and all that. So why did you then go ahead to appoint two white European advisors instead of Africans? Since (laughs) since Africa is your selling point. Let me see. This is not racist. This is not racist. I went went to the university to graduate school with white people. I have no problem with white people. My girlfriend is a white girl. I love you, baby. She's listening. (laughs) I have no problem with white people. So I'm just trying to see how are you selling the African dream to us? Why the team is basically European. Okay. It doesn't, I don't, I don't think it goes with your marketing plan so i'm just trying to see what went into that thought process um okay okay so well we would um would reconsider that not 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 anything special we just want to you know we just look out to those who have maybe experience you know more experience. than us yeah. around the space all right like the guy from germany so he, he works with i mean we're also looking for investment from global you know the global community capitals yeah exactly so i mean it can be for africa but people can actually invest from any part of the world so those those are the reasons because our legal advisor is a black man then 
I mean, the team might also be considering Groovy as our advisor to going forward. So exactly, we'll, Groovy is open yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll be getting your email to to communicate that with you, so that at least you know you can use your wealth of experience to also you know guide the projects as as it is going. So we need everybody, I mean, on board. So it's it's nothing, it's nothing really deeply thought, you know, to just say okay, let's yeah. do white. Yeah. We don't want to do white, you know. So that is just it. Okay. Um, get Ken to actually go back to his question now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is he up? Can he speak? I mean, he's been having okay. um, network issues. Maybe you should just drop the question for one of you. I think it was. Yeah, um, I'll ask this. You, we've, you, we've heard you mentioned um, 15 million tokens being reserved for, for token sponsors and another 15 million for partnerships. What is the total value of these 30 million tokens in total? And the team, as well as one for sponsorships. Okay. Are you? You were breaking at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go. Oh, okay, please, okay. please, if you okay. can, you can. Okay. Yeah. Um, I said, I said, you said, you, we, we, I don't know if it was Stosin. I think it was Mr. Stosin that said, um, he mentioned 15 million tokens being reserved for token sponsors. And another fifteen million yeah, partnership. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what is the total value of the thirty million tokens? What's the total value, and um, which are going to be held by the team in this thirty million? Which of this? Uh, how many? How many? What's the percentage that's going to be held by the team? And yeah. as well, what's the percentage of those going to be held by sponsors or oh, sponsorship? Okay. Okay, so um, is the distribution is actually on our landing page. I think you're going to see where you have the tokenomics. You're going to see the token distribution there. So 15% is meant for the team and 15% is meant for strategic partnerships. So talking about the what's of the token, you know, right now we can't like um, explicitly tell you the what's until listing at listing stage. But one thing is also certain, the tokens for the team is actually going to be vested for the next two years. Five years, five. Okay, five, five yeah, years. Yeah, I, yes. I was going to correct yeah. that, that yes. what I have online is five years. Five, so five, let's yeah. get our facts right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I would like to okay, go back to something real back. quick. Yeah, okay. this, this brings me back to the issue. You don't have a value for your market cap. Okay. So, yeah. Be, because from from the answer you just gave me now, yeah, you, there's no valuation. Okay. Now, so Paul, th this mean. is how it works, really. Like if you've like been in the space, okay. until you have a price that is public, that all APIs begin to connect with. Like even by the time you list on your first centralized exchange, automatically Coin Market Cap and Coin Gecko will pick the price. Now, from the centralized exchange. They can begin like as users treat them. If I'm if sorry, you have, sorry, yeah. Let me hold you. Let me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me come in there. Okay. No, coin market cap and coin gecko doesn't automatically pick. You I'm I'm gonna your, come there. Your... Okay. Now now uh, let me. No, no, no. I want to clarify. That. Okay. No no no. Excuse me. Yeah. I want to clarify. Yeah. That. It, it doesn't automatically. You list with them. Okay. Be, no no no. Yeah, Wait. Yeah. I'm with you. Just and go on. You. Yeah. So I. I just want to correct that so, when you say automatically pick it. Okay, it's, beautiful. It's okay, beautiful. Let me put it this yeah. way. Now, for the most, the top centralized exchange, 
as you're automatically listing on them, they would even work the process for you of listing on CoinMarketCap and CoinGecko. Now, one is certain. I can give you now Coin CoinMarketCap would never give you a price if you are only on a decentralized exchange. They will, in fact, they don't give the price data or info to anybody. But CoinGecko would pick up the price. But they will warn users of rock pooling. You know, a decentralized exchange, anything can actually happen there. But a centralized exchange, there's more control to the liquidity on the exchange. So, but, but, okay, I don't. I think that question is it is it addressed now? But the thing uh, is, the no, moment I you go, go back to that, yeah. I'm very very okay. interested in now, that part. Okay, because... so so the moment you go on a centralized exchange, at least a centralized exchange that is known. I know there are also some other centralized exchange. Their APIs probably are not connected, probably to CoinGecko or any other listing site. But the moment you go on any public, like, like a known or an average centralized exchange, your prices would pick up for coin market cap and coin gecko. That's where you begin to calculate the real market cap, the valuation, and all. I don't know if you get that. But right now, it's more of like an ICO phase. We've not listed on any exchange. In fact, distributions have not been done to any wallets, as we speak. And that, that basically brings me back to one of the points that I've been hammering all day, which is how Tosin is able to, pro to promise $4.5 listing on exchange. Yeah. And yeah. now, so, you, because basically what I'm seeing here is you're not being committal. You're not committing to a setting price because you basically okay. can't give a valuation. But Tosin is giving a valuation out there on different platforms that listing on listing day it's going to be 4.5 dollars there is no going back that's promising that's guaranteed well, Mr. so yeah. if, if you that go thing. by that it's estimate it's basically 30 percent. what's 30 percent of 100 100 million tokens that's 30 million tokens 30 million tokens yeah. on listing day times 4.5 dollars that puts you about 120 million so basically the the worth of partnership and team tokens are 120 million. Why am I, why are we talking about this? Let's get this straight. Yeah. I am not okay. invested in AFDT. I could have invested when it launched during the private sale. So I yeah. could have just put my money in there, price go up, sell and move on, you know? But the reason I'm saying this is because of retail, retail investors that come into crypto and they see numbers go up and they just want to sell and move on. Why am I concerned about the price? at $4.5, it's because I think, this is my own opinion, that we're probably going to have a liquidity problem, a market risk low liquidity problem. If listing price go to 4.5, that has been promised. And if people cannot sell at $4.5 that have been promised by Tosin the past few months, they'll probably feel like, okay, this is a scam because they already have their expectations high that, okay, if I put $100 in this at pre-sale, I sell at 66X, which is $6,600, even though the tokens are not going to be released at the same time. 10% over five months, right? And then the remaining 50% probably in six months. But they already have done the number. They've crunched the numbers that, okay, this is how it's going to be. And I think $4.5 listing, I just think mathematically it's unsustainable. It's impossible. That's just the point I'm more concerned about and i'm still waiting to say it because just like paul said you said it earlier in the chat when we started that 4.5 listing 
then later you're kind of backtracking, you're not being committed to the price. But currently we can agree that the ICO price right now is 0 0.30 cents, correct? Yes, which is 0 0.30 yeah, cents yeah, ICO yeah, price, point, which is basically yeah, yeah. the same thing uh, Tosin has promised. 0 0.06 pre-sale, ICO 0 0.30 cents, listing 4.5. So I think two of those predictions have been right. So we're only waiting for the final step, which is 4.5, dollars. So since Tosin has been right two out of three times, we can go by that figure and try to crunch the numbers on fully diluted market cap. Okay, so um, can I can I come in? Is anyone hearing me? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Tosin, sure. yeah. Okay, okay. So like I said, you know, since like you have sat for like three weeks now. I've not been speaking online about uh, these prices, even the ICO. So we'll be focusing on actually the exchange. So uh, we are taking this as a feedback, all right? So you can actually say something, then you can still come back to say, no, we've looked at the numbers. It might not actually go the way we intend it to actually go, all right? So, but we'll definitely be communicating with the community, especially those, you know, within the close circle and those who have actually done their investment long ago, those are our private guys on how to approach it because it is very, very important that you provide this liquidity and make it available. Now, that aside, you know, the the way the, you know, sometimes you, there was a time you were mentioning fraud, it's going to be like a scam and the likes. At any instant, the time where you list any coin, anywhere in the world, the price comes down. And it does not necessarily mean when it comes down, that means that, uh, that token is a fraud. So it's now dependent on the team to see how they can continue to engage, do marketing, you know. So if, if our exchange is ready, even before the distribution, we know that the exchange is, I mean, the exchange is running and our token, that FDT token is going to be very, very powerful to do so many things. Maybe it's going to be the one we are going to be um, like uh, pairing with other tokens to buy. So before you can even buy any token, you must buy that our token. So those are the things that you we are going to be putting in place eventually to keep the price of the token afloat. So and conversations will be coming out. We're going to be going to conferences, engagement, partnership, and these are the things that most of these uh, most of these uh, projects do to keep their prices afloat. So maybe after six months when we are done, we want to launch one of our products again and we make that announcement. People want to buy again and like that and like that. So the market continue to determine how the price goes up. Yeah. Like I bought some I bought some coins during I mean some some months back. The dip came, it went down. So I waited to when it's going to come up again. You know, so the, the it is so the let market. Me, let me, as, yeah it's not as if it's going to just end yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I think the, the elephant in the room, which is kind of like, because what I'm witnessing is a lot of market speak. It doesn't seem like there's um, actual decisions, or actual calculations of consideration or is seen. It seems like a lot of market speak. Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can, go, you can go on, you know back to you yeah the, the, uh, my question has not been answered because i'm asking this because one it, it happened to mark cuban recently i don't know if groovy can remember we had this conversation where they rock pulled on mark cuban <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like he's a billionaire and they rock pulled on him so 
I'm asking these questions because what most times happen is yeah. some of these tokens that are locked, they dump on retail. Like they dump on you. It's we've seen it with um Zuga coin. This man was talking about <laughs> over fifty thousand. Is the the the, val, the value of Zuga coin was more than that of Bitcoin. Yeah. So, wow. I want this question. Wow. <laughs> what is the value? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It, okay. Yeah. 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 That's true. Was, Beginning of this year. Saying, yeah. His, his coin was more valuable than Bitcoin. So. I want this question to be answered because okay yeah I, yeah so so um it, it, it will hurt me it will hurt me yeah if i buy a coin yeah and some guy is playing it fast i mean he played on mark cuban and the whole crypto community laughed at him so, let me so, let me so, give my own case i i bought okay. my antimanta defi i bought two thousand four hundred dollars worth in march those two thousand four hundred dollars worth of antimanta defi i bought are currently 189 dollars <laughs> that's my own personal experience okay. i okay. can take the loss because i've made good money trading crypto but a lot of other retail investors cannot that's why i'm personally more concerned about people who are getting into the projects okay so like you read read the you read the um white paper and it's also good you love some of those things we want to do so um we are not going to be rock pulling we are that not is the thing that is that is the thing tosin it is a lot of things that you want to do it seems like something you kind of like scribbled on paper and you are just taking it step by step make you see as you go it doesn't seem like <laughs> okay. it's like yourself it doesn't you didn't come up with the idea yourself it was your uh, community that kind of pushed it on you I've been trying to like uh, part away through. I know it is hard building anything, but it doesn't. It seems like you're focused on so many things at the same time. And yeah, when the crypto space, I mean, ADA is as popular as any other crypto. There's one opportunity, and they haven't even been able to like work in a smart contract into their main net. But yeah, you are saying you can do it in six or eight weeks or how many months that year. So I'm not sure. No, no, no. Like, like no, 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 no. We didn't say that. I've we didn't say that to five years. years. They said five yeah, years. Yeah, it's a long term. They said, they I, said I think, what? And I think the attack is. Yeah, yeah. That's five years. This is this is this journey is that of a marathon. And what I also wanted to see, I think Paul, you'd observe the thing is, I think we are we are really rushing into the future and worrying and tackling of course it's important it's an armor so any question can be asked but for instance if you if you check the price of bitcoin in 2009 it was basically nothing so everyone have a model i mean um, ruby uh, i said ruby groovy you might have your own model to your trading there are long-term investors some are short-term uh, but i know that the youths of these days are quite impatient and most people just want to cash out immediately well, it's as Mr. Tosin said, this these things are like this is what happens when listing happens on an exchange. In fact, the price would first of all go down, assume a particular position before gradually picking up. And we are doing everything possible to make sure we engage our users, the holders of this token, different ways which would be involving staking, engaging trading competitions, like even going into investors, like different so well, as we as we clearly stated from the beginning, for me, in fact, I'm clearly as the chief te uh, technical officer for me right now, I've not told the CEO clearly, it's about the product, a product, a working product, 
a product and and of course the users are the product because you build a product where there are no users it's going to be a challenge so we want to do everything possible to put up a product that would really serve africans first so everything starts small and this journey for us is a marathon so i mean paul there's been a lot of back and forth like questions i know this is already a new day like no no my question has not been answered just to piggyback to what actually actually about the technology i think it is easier to make predictions that if you buy ico at this price you will receive 75x returns or 66x that's easy to make but launching a network and building is hard and anything that looks very simple or that can be easily described as it is being described on these spaces tonight it's simple outside but usually it hides a lot of complexities behind it that makes it work just like smart contract cardano does not have a smart contract there, in the there past four years that much, so yeah, there isn't that much crypto engineers what's what's anyway. even the worth of cardano cardano is worth 1.7 dollars today but afdt is going to be started in maybe in the next six or eight weeks at four dollars i just think we're going to see a lot of slippage when it leaves, whereby price they basically nukes that's why I'm more concerned about the listing price of $4. It just basically becomes low liquidity risk or market low volume, which makes basically leads into price nuking. And people who may have bought at listing starts to lose and they start to criticize the space. And I've seen that a lot of foreigners are also into AFDT, especially Indians and Southeast Asians. And if they start losing money, it goes back to Nigeria. They'll be like, oh, Nigerians are scammers. That's basically what's going to happen at the end of the day. All right. Um, so thank you, Groovy. Um, you know, of course, the, the pricing of uh, tokens, you know, it it's eventually depends on what is the what is your uh, what is your market volume like. Like you mentioned, Ada, which is I think one point six, but you know, ICP ICP that was launched maybe this year was launched as three hundred dollars. All right. So, but not just actually going to that so like in form of a roundup so my team is going to be going back all right to focus mainly on the um on building our product that is the exchange and making sure it is out there as soon as possible because like i already saw somebody again tweeting not quite long i mean one of these guys that wanted to talk is it co is it kenneth you know he's already saying is a rock pool after the AMA, if you put your money, they want to build a sex, dex, blockchain all together. And which is not true. This is absolutely insincerity and it's, I, I mean, it, it ought. We are still explaining here in this space that we are not building all of this thing at once. We are focusing on the exchange, but Kenneth is already tweeting that we want to do everything at once. That's absolutely unfair. We just said we are going to be focusing on the exchange alone. The white paper is there analyzing how we want to go with our roadmap. It is not on the white paper where we wrote decentralized exchange, centralized exchange, blockchain all at once. It's not there. It's absolutely very insincere for Kenneth to go and start tweeting that we want to do all of this all together. Yeah, yes, the thing here. Yeah. Um, 
finger. I'm I mean, sorry it's, it's, if you slighted by that. We are still um, sorry, We're asking us questions. We're pushing it back. Yeah, We're explaining and yeah, We are exactly. also telling you that we don't have all of these things figured out. We we are not we are not like professors in in this. This is what we want to do. Mm. Is it a crime for people to make their intentions known and run with their visions? It is not. Yeah, Tosin. Um, sorry about that. I think it just kind of like sums up everything that's happened here tonight. It seems like a lot of questions are getting um thrown around, and a lot. It seems like questions are being answered with questions. Like like, I don't know how to put it, but. It, there's not, I can't say I've left anything. I can't say I've left here better than I came here. And that was the whole point of doing this thing in the first place. That we are able to like get clarifications on the product itself. It feels like every question we have, we still have like, um, we, we've not gotten answers to those questions. It feels like a lot of arguing and not a lot of like answering questions. I'm sorry. Um, I, I can't apologize for what Kenneth did. That is Kenneth. Um, that is how he feels. I can't say. I can't speak for him. The only thing I can speak for is I have not learned anything new by you guys. Like being here, like today, there's a lot of explanation, but you have to understand that the questions that we are asking, uh, they they need uh, like answers. They need like um, credible answers. We need something to say. Yeah, this is what you said, but this is a case where you said. You, like you've seen it right now, you don't know yourself. Like our disparity, you are trying. And there's nothing wrong with trying. Trust me, there's nothing wrong with trying. But that is why Groovy uh, keeps going back to this point. If you're trying and you don't know where this is going to like lead yet because we are all just trying, why are you guaranteeing returns as a marketing scheme? I mean, that, that was one of the first things that like, tripped me about this project. You're saying, oh, by now, by the time we get to this point, you would have made this much. But you yourself, you don't know if the product itself is even going to like fly. You're only trying because that is all we all do. Why are you guaranteeing uh, returns when all you're doing is trying to see how the product goes in the first place? I mean, even your white paper, you're, you're saying, oh, we are not sure these things change with time. And that is absolutely true. But why are you then making definitive um, statements on gains? It seems like that is the old marketing push. And something else that I think I told you was the fact that your engagements, most of them seem like bots. They seem like bot action to me. I think I mentioned it to you myself. It seems like you told me, oh, it's just a lot of interest that like coming in from other places. I wasn't sold on that, but yeah, if that is it, that is fine. But that's okay. just that is the marketing doesn't kind of like rhyme with the answers right. that we're getting right now. You, you know, um, uh, has Tosin, with... Tosin, let me let me say something real quick. I have people who know you, and to be honest, I talked to them over the past few weeks, and what they've told me is that they don't see you being someone who can rock pool, but they just say you might not know what you're doing or be able to figure it out. But you just don't have that personality of person who can rub pool. That's what leads me back to, okay, if you can't rub pool people, then why are you getting people into this thing that you're still trying to figure out by promising them a certain return? And when you sell a product like that and you promise a certain return, it becomes a securities. And we know there are security laws in the U.S. and also in Nigeria. If we go by Nigeria security laws, you can't even launch the project. 
because you're already promising certain returns. And if people do not get it by then, they can sue you for getting them into a scheme, promising them a certain return, and they cannot have that return. And that's by the way, side. That's just by the way. But I can't lie. They say you're a good guy. And I don't think I think otherwise. But it's just that I just think the, to the, the tokenomics just doesn't really still add up to me. But I get that, okay, we're trying to build a product here. And last thing I have to say is this. It's just a simple question. You say you'll be launching very soon or listing very soon on PyKickSwap or wherever. How much liquidity are you providing on listing? How much are you providing on launch or listing? How many tokens will be traded when it's launched? Um, like um, to address um, what you know, Oleyi first of all said. So, presently, our focus in is on the exchange. We we don't we don't we are not talking like someone that doesn't know what we want to do. All right, and if you've noticed, like I said the other time. For the past two weeks, I've not been speaking about this project online, except for uh, for this AMA that I just I started talking about recently. So I've been busy focusing on this project. So we are going to be launching our exchange. So if that is the only thing you're going to be picking from uh, this uh, uh, this particular AMA section, forget about the ICO, forget about the token as the case may be. It's not like forgetting like that, but our focus presently is actually on the project that we want to actually roll out there. So with respect to the liquidity, it's going to be dependent on the volume of that token that have been eventually been bought at the end of the day when we are going to be listing. So we, we are putting as much as 20% uh, of the total volume bought before listing into the liquidity. So we're going to be doing. So like okay. I said, I if I if I get you right, the, if I get you right, 20% of the tokens that have been purchased now or 20 percent out of the entire tokens okay you know that of course eventually we are not going to be selling it is not possible that we are selling the whole of you know the 50 million definitely you know, not before we are exactly so the volume that we sell it is the 20 percent of the volume that have been sold that will be provided in liquidity oh okay so, but, but don't you think that's that would be low because I'm, the reason well, I'm asking this is because I want, okay, your listing provide enough liquidity for people to be able to trade as much as they want. So that's why I'm just saying. So I don't know how much you've sold and what 20% of that is, is. But I'm just concerned that, okay, at least people who are interested in trading can be able to have enough to buy and trade. Yeah, so, I mean, I, we're going to be deciding most of that close to, I mean, the listing period and distribution. But like I said, for now, we're actually focusing on, you know, deploying the exchange, the decentralized exchange. So that's just it. Anybody else wants to speak? Um, do we still have um, um, Jeremiah? Um, oh, he left. Okay. I think he left. Um, I, I, just, I just want to say, I want to... I don't know if I have to say or to ask. If I have say thousand bucks, a thousand dollars, and um, this this is to Tosin, and I want to buy AFPT, why should I buy it? I mean, yeah, you you do lots of marketing and all, but what are you marketing? Or am I just buying your idea? Because if I'm buying, fine, people buy ideas. But I want to, what am I buying? Because if somebody's doing marketing, they have to be marketing something. So I, I want to, if I have a thousand bucks, 
maybe I have a thousand dollars. I want to buy AMPT. Why will I buy it? Am I buying your idea or what is the product I'm buying? I mean, because at the end of the day, the value for money is what you're willing to buy and what are yeah. you buying. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Um, well, like you said, you could also you could be buying to the idea. You could, um, you know, you, based on at, at least what we what I've said. You know, initially when this armor started, I gave a breakdown of exactly the things we want to do. So, like Groovy might be convinced about, you know, the things we want to do around, you know, raising more blockchain engineers in Africa. That is for the Edu, edu Extra. You know the NFT stuffs. Maybe you are also interested in 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 the exchange that we want to build. So if you if you have that trust that oh these guys they are coming up with the exchange when it is it is up, that means there is a value to what I'm uh, I'm putting my money into. So you could also you might also want to wait until when the exchange is ready. And I think that's what most people want to wait for. Like many people said, okay, have the product first before you say you go to ICO so that people can know that there is actually something up there. So, and that is exactly what we want to do. So if at any instant in time, along the journey, as we are proceeding, we will be communicating this, at least when we are making, uh, when we are breaking new, uh, new grants on the project, of course, I will be tweeting about it. The links to the project will be put uh, will be added. You can look at it. So at any instant in time that you feel convinced about, you know, being part of the project, you can definitely, you know, want to be part of it. So yeah, that um, is just it. So, last question: When would the exchange be ready? Is there a definitive um, say quarter on that? Yeah, you know, it's a it's a software work. So we're going to be building. We're going to be testing. We're going to be testing with micro uh micro uh group of people so we're looking at uh, between six to uh eight weeks between six to eight weeks at maximum uh 12 weeks all right so that is um, three, around three months yeah yes yes all so right, we'll have done problem. testing we'll have done testing at least for the mvp at least for the mvp that's no the support exchange no we'll be we'll looking forward to that i mean we, we've kind of this program was supposed to be for two hours. This is two eighteen, so that is a lot of time. So yeah, um, I don't know for any other person. I know we have questions. We can stay here till tomorrow, but the truth is, we would have to go at some point. So yeah, from we we have Jeremiah. We have Jeremiah. Is there anything he wants to add? From my end, I'm fine. Uh, oh. I don't have anything else to add. Okay, I think sorry, my battery actually went down, so I was cut off. So basically, I think I came in where you when you spoke about um, liquidity. So right now, I think if you go on Coin Market Cap, I just want to give an instance. Now, there's only three percent of the entire Bitcoin being traded in the market. Like as we speak, as we are speaking right now on Coin Market Cap, only three percent. Most people are keeping it; they are holding it. So, and most times, even that 10%, like giving 10% for liquidity, for instance, it can be enough. It's dependent on what are your plans to help your users still keep them for the long term, like staking, like um, probably they might want to be earning rewards or the users for transaction fees on the exchange and all of that. So I think that's just for the liquidity part. Now, I know we've really spent a lot of time this evening uh we can i mean for the next armor being pro probably when the product is live 
we can still have another session yeah, where we yeah we'll discuss with the community yes. very much better yeah yeah sure yeah we'd love to have when life and you know it will be lovely to talk to crypto roundup africa again when the product is live so thank you yeah. special thanks to louis for pulling this through thank you groovy too so groovy i'll be asking for your email shortly so we'll be we'll be engaging on this project as we proceed uh, and please, thank yeah. you to paul and yeah. thanks to and everyone i'm also available anytime groovy paul in, in case you still need more clarifications like personally in fact anyone here in the community can reach out to me anytime so you need any clarifications you want to understand much like what we are doing and all just to show that it's not anything around scam thanks so much for your time everyone yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, quickly, um, I, I thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you. Um, Mr. Jeremiah, you said something about three percent. The the total volume, the total trading volume, the last twenty four hours is about thirty three billion. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's like two point. Yeah. That's that's like two point eight seven percent of the entire. That, Paul, Paul, that doesn't matter. Yeah. The trading volume doesn't matter. He was talking I, about I, I, the liquidity that's on exchanges, but at the same time. It is it is Apple and oranges to use Bitcoin. Bitcoin yeah. is basically a proof of work. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, AFDT um... is a proof of stake, so you don't have to mine AFDT. So I don't think we can use Bitcoin as yeah. a representation of the same thing we are talking about. And there is no problem with the liquidity. Any amount yeah. you guys think it's enough, you want people to trade, is what you put out there. I, there's no way anybody can criticize your decision on liquidity. No. Okay. Thank you, Hello. Groovy, for coming in there. Yeah. Yeah, from me. This is this is uh good night. Um good night to everyone who has joined us for this uh episode of Crypto Around Africa. From me, I'm sure other people still have things to say. So yeah. Um please come back again next uh week. We would have something special for you. Thank you. Yeah, I just I also want to say thank you to everybody who joined and it's 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 nice to have and Jeremiah here to to explain their ideas and what they are doing. I mean, it's okay to not be convinced, but at the other time, we can also figure out that, okay, these guys are actually doing something. And so it's good to communicate and come to a middle ground and have a civil conversation like this. And so it's been a pleasure speaking to you guys. And thank you to everybody who listened to us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I guess that's good night from from here. Thank you to everybody. We hope to see you guys next week. Yeah. For another episode of Crypto Roundup. Good night. God bless. Yeah. With all my with all my ten dollars. <laughs>